Yo, what the hell is going down, people? Welcome to a new episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. And, uh, yeah, how is everything with you guys? Alright, so, I know, it's been some, I don't it's been, I don't know, I have no clue really. Everything is just odd, right? And you, you like, just weird shit keeps on happening. Like yesterday, it's doing some fucking kettlebell exercises, and I just, <laughs> just lost concentration in the middle of it and just brought it down on my knee. Oh my god, that was definitely not the smartest thing I've ever done. And then the other night, UFC was on, finally it's back, watching it, and all of a sudden I'm just like, how old am I? (laughs) And I couldn't fucking remember. I legitimately couldn't remember. I'm just like, fuck, how old? Oh, am I 42? I think I'm 42. I don't know. What's going on? And I had to look at my fucking Bumble profile to be like, Oh, okay, that's how old I am. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. Which is insane. Like, I do sometimes just feel like I've just lost the plot. You know what I mean? It really just seems like that at times. Yo, I just say, the other day I was listening to uh, the new episode of Broad Topics, which is just fucking hilarious. It really is. And um, they were talking, and Kim's is going like she's going to be moving, right? But at the moment, I think she's in Florida. So she's just like, all right, I didn't want to come back to New York to pack my shit up. So I asked a friend to do it. So she asked her co-host and friend Alex to go to her yard and pick some shit up. Like, pick up her dirty laundry, uh, grab a vibrator. But she didn't want the dude to see the mess and, you know, that shit. And it is one thing, right? Is a thing, and it did make me think, right? Because if you die, like people, yeah, they're gonna come into your yard and they're gonna go through your shit. You know, because they gotta organize it, go right, what we're gonna throw out, what we're gonna sell, what we're gonna give to people, and all of this. And you know, someone's gonna take your computer and then they're gonna find your porn. And the thing with that is. Right? Who cares? Like, firstly, eh, fuck it. Everyone's got porn, right? So, who cares? But, this is the thing. 
This is the thing. There should be a way you can curate it, right? There should be a way you could curate. I think that's the word, right? Curate your porn. Because... Someone's going to come find it and they'll be like, there might be the odd <laughs> video too. They're like, wait, what the fuck is that? Like, huh? And you want to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Not those first scenes. No, 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 no. That ain't my shit. You got the one, the one at the very end. That's that. I fast forward till the very end because that's the best bit. Right, I'm no that first stuff. No, 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 that ain't my shit. All right, ignore that. Just the end, or the you know, <laughs> there, there might be one thing be like, well, I mean, I like if you squint your eyes, she does look a bit like, and you're like, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can understand why why you watch that one. You know, you you know. So, <laughs> I feel it makes sense. You just want want there to be so, a little clarification on certain shit. You know what I mean? Be like, all right, yeah, that's what's going on. That's what's going Like, I'm not a complete weirdo, all right? It was just, you know... Because there might be a dodgy scene in the middle of some other scene and be like, yo, 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 yo. Just, yeah, I'm not, no, 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 that ain't, that ain't me. That whole pegging bit in the middle, nah, 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 that ain't my lane, son. I ain't down with that. What? No. (laughs) Oh, look, if that's your thing, whatever, who gives a fuck, but it ain't me. So, I don't want motherfuckers thinking that's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just so it's clear, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have a rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. All right? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe you need to set up a Word document... And just have some notes on each. So, yeah, that could be the way, right? (laughs) That could be it. (laughs) Oh, man, right? So, (laughs) I saw this piece, right? And it (laughs) it was about dating, right? So, you know, because everyone's talking about, like, dating, and you go any site you go on, and it's just like, hey, stay indoors, guys. It's just like, yeah, shut up. Like, I don't need you to tell me, you know what I mean? It's just like, I know what the fuck I'm meant to be doing, all right? Shut up. And they'd be like, oh, have a Zoom date. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, you can both have dinner and blah, blah. It's like, oh, shut the fuck. Like, come on. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, I read, I read one profile to go, it's like, yeah, you should send me a bottle of wine so I can have a drink. And be like, buy your own wine, bitch. God damn it. 
Like, don't, no, 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 no. So don't be adding like, oh, you should buy me, send me, like, no, shut up. Calm the fuck down. And really, look, talk on the fucking phone. Like, we've been talking on the phone. It's not like video chatting is a new thing. You know, like people losing their minds and it's just like, look. People have done long distance. People have done... You know what I mean? Calm the fuck down, people. But there's this... um, (laughs) Oh, man. This is some crazy weird shit, right? This this woman who works for the BBC. Okay? So, she started putting it out there that she's locked down with a dude that she just met on Hinge. And it's just like, hey, guys, <laughs> just so you know, I'm locked down with a guy I only met five days ago. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, but that's on you. Like, you chose to do that. Uh, and so you go to this article now that goes into it a bit deeper. And it's just like... So she's saying, oh, we went on a date on on a Friday And we met up again over the weekend But first of all, like, she's like, oh yeah, we've both been following each other on Twitter And social media Which, kind of weird, right? So it's just like, look, do you, had you run into each other? You run in the same circles kind of thing Like, following each other, it is kind of weird Right, but anyway, so they had the first date on the Friday, met up again over the weekend, and then she's like, "Oh, and on the Monday, he turned to me and asked if I wanted to quarantine with him at his flat." So, either like maybe she crashed over his, you know, on the weekend, Sunday morning. And she's like, oh, do you want to crash? Whatever, whatever. But she's like, do you want to crash at my flat? Now, it's not like she doesn't have somewhere to live. Yeah, she's got her own flat. But she's just like, oh, okay. But the whole thing about it was, though, right? She's just like, the journalist part of my brain... Like, but she's like, oh, at first I thought he was joking, but the journalist part of my brain also thought it would make a great story. So, anything else you are now going to say, I'm gonna think you're full of shit. <laughs> you know, what I mean? I'm gonna think you're full of shit because it's like, look, you're doing it for the dick and you're doing it for the story. Like, it's as simple as that. And and this is the other thing, right? Not that this is right, okay? Understand that, okay? I wouldn't say that, yeah, you, you deserve to get beat and raped or anything like that. There's no, obviously, that's wrong. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. If that happened, right, you put yourself in that fucking situation, you know what I mean, like, you're an idiot, <laughs> like, anyone doing that shit is a moron, you 
I've got no, like, look, if you've been dating for a few months, right, it's whatever, but if you've literally just met someone, you're a moron, you legitimately are a moron, there's no other word for it. And so this piece now goes on, ah, oh, and it talks to three other people doing the same fucking, well, no, two other people doing the same thing, and one other numbnuts just going on about some other shit, right, but a lot of them keep on saying shit like, oh, it's just been a, you know, a few weeks, but it feels like we've lived a six-month relationship, and it's just like, shut up. What do you... It feels like we've lived a six-month relationship. It's like, you're an idiot. What are you talking about? It fit, No, it doesn't. Because you haven't done the things you would do. You've been together in one place. Right? You can hang out with someone for a weekend. It's just like, oh, it feels like we're in love. Oh, I know you so... No. You've hung out for a short period of time. You don't know that person. It's like people say the stupidest things. Really do. It's insane. It's insane. But there's some other girl who... US chick who's travelling. And she was in China. But she's like, oh, gotta get out of here. So she went to Madrid... No, Malaga, but she wanted to brush up on her Spanish. She's gone on a couple of dates with a dude, and but she wanted to go to Madrid, but he's just like, Madrid shut down. I've got two. I've got two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Move in with me, right? And she did again, right? So obviously she's got a. She was staying somewhere. Right? You had somewhere to stay, but you decided. Here it's like, oh, I can save some money. And again, oh, let me get that quarantine dick. Because that's like, everyone's fronting. No one's talking about their shit. But hey, why else are you doing it? Why else? Oh, it's because we wanted to. Oh, if I didn't live with them, who would I be holding hands? Well, it's like shit, shut the fuck up. Like if you if you if it's just company, you can talk on the fucking phone, right? The reason you want to be around someone is for the intimacy. It's for the hugs, the kisses, and it's the sex. Stop fronting. Really, it's embarrassing, right? It really is, and it's just like, oh, yeah, and this short period of time, we've talked about things like we've, you know, we normally wouldn't talk about, it's just like, but why, like, that's just on you, like, conversations are conversations, you know, like, if you're one of these idiots, it's like, oh, it, in during this time period, I talk about this, and this time period, and I, oh, and I can't call someone because it's only been this amount. You're an idiot. Like, just talk about shit 
when it comes up It's as simple as that So I'm going, oh yeah, we talked about things that we normally wouldn't And, oh yeah, like we've seen different sides It's just like, ugh So just These people are morons <laughs> And the crazy thing is, like she's going Oh yeah, I don't really think we've got a future <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, he wants kids, but I never really wanted kids. So yeah, one is basically once they're allowed out, she's going. But it's just like you had a place. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's you had your own place. Like, and they, you know, the reporter chick, she's got a flat. She could go back to that flat. Right? It's not like that's not allowed. You can travel, if, if that's the case, you could travel to your flat Yeah, so if you were talking like, oh, I'm stuck in, you're not You're really not, <laughs> you idiots There's this other couple, but they'd already been dating for a year So the way they're talking, it's just like, shut the fuck up You were dating for a year so, if you don't know shit about yourselves now, eh, you know what I mean? Just like, ugh, whatever. Here, some weird, then the, the last person is this chick, she's like, oh, you know, me and my girlfriend were taking it really slow. But it was just coming up to that time where we'd had that conversation about exclusivity. But then this all happened And, you know, now I don't know where I say It's just like, you can still have that conversation <laughs> Like, you can still have that conversation What are you talking Like, these people are straight up morons And the thing about it all Like, firstly, no one, like, no one who was interviewing any of these fucking morons, right? Any of these TikToks. No one just says to them, listen, it was for the sex, right? That's why you've moved in together. It was that. You know what I mean? Like, come on, be honest. Just fucking just say it. That. And then you wonder about the mental health aspect of it because this ain't, the smartest shit So you have to think Alright, there's a little imbalance going on with these mofos, right? There really is And were you, Are you not concerned? I, people could be killers They could be abusers Like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? But yeah, this is the shit that happens uh, Then you get people moaning about Oh yeah, they were mentally abusive to me And oh, this happened ha, ha, ha. It's like, shut the fuck up You know what I mean? Like, why put yourself in a stupid ass situation? I know a few friends, right? Who were dating and... They meet up, but it's from the situation it being 
right? They don't have elderly parents or grandparents or anything like that who they have to take care of or see. So there's not a worry on that front. Secondly, they're all being sensible. So other than seeing their partner, they're not going out having parties or anything like that. They're all staying in, but they'll, you know, pop and see each other every now and again, which is fine. I feel that's fine. So just do that. (laughs) I mean, just do that. But this... Some psycho shit, man. Straight up. Straight up. But, uh, yeah. Let us jump into some other shit. Alright? Let's do that. Alright, so there's something that I feel isn't really talked about enough. Now, it could be stateside, but it definitely ain't talked about much over in the UK. And that's the Ahmad Arbery shooting murder, which is crazy. There's, I, I, so I knew something had happened because suddenly all over Instagram and on Twitter, you're seeing... You know, I, I like support Ahmad. I run with Ahmad, and this. So, and then you see an image, and it's just like, oh, what the fuck has happened now? You know what I mean? When, like you see that shit, and you just—it's just like a sense of dread. Like, what horrendous thing has happened now? You know what I mean? And, yo, then you see the video, and that is, god damn it, and the weird, like, there's so much crazy shit with this, right, so, it happened on the 23rd of February, right, that, that's when, yeah, those fuckers killed him, um, so that happened then, but then, nothing, right, so, you know, no, like, they, 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 there's no arrests or anything like that, not until the video comes out, Right, so the video comes out, and then two days later, an arrest, you know, the arrests are made. But the video came out in March, right? Like, in the beginning of March? So, it's just like, wait, what's going on? And, you know, it's kind of like his mum, you know, she's like, normally, yeah, you you know, and it's right, normally it's something like this, you might get some rallies, lo- you know, locally people coming out trying to demand some sort of justice, right, because, 
yeah, if you kind of, you know, if it was someone else, yeah, I feel it would be all over the news, right? Um, and yeah, so nothing. But then the video comes out, right? And everything over social media, which kind of forces the hand. But the weird thing about the video, you're kind of like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Because you do, you like, you hear the guy in the car and it really does sound like he's loading a gun. Like the the guy filming it. Because, like, the camera kind of moves to the side. So everything goes out of frame. Then it sounds like he's just loaded a gun. And then the camera comes back up. So it's just like, wait, what? And I don't, like, because it looks, also it looks like he's following Ahmad. Which is just, wait, you know, you're like, wait, what is, what's going on here? You know, like, what the fuck is going on? And, like, that's going down, but my man's just in the car. Like, you... you, you <sighs> Look. Alright, let's just say he wasn't involved, right? He, he had no party to anything of this. But, it, it's just like, you're seeing something like that. Uh, like, like ram the car You know, ram the car Or drive towards them Because then that would at least Force them to You know the, the One of the guys to, to to leave the guy alone maybe Like do some You're in a car So you can kind of drive Like you know what I mean You've got a little bit of protection That you can drive off so you'd see that, but then you have to go. Wait, he had the video. Why didn't he, re- you know, send the video to police straight away? Why didn't he upload the video straight away? Because you're thinking, okay, so maybe he's just like, ah, oh, I want to give it to the police because they're gonna lose it and blah 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 blah. You know, so upload it straight away. Why wait? Right? Why fucking... Why wait? That's just... God damn it. Some foul shit. That's some really just... Man, this shit makes me mad uncomfortable. Just some... It's horrendous Really is horrendous Man You know Just like Seeing this shit And Right What's kind of crazy also Is That the you know It's a, A father and son is a, a, a father and son, right? And they're saying it was self defense. And you're like, what? 
how are you shooting so like because there's two of them and they're not small you know there's not small guys so like why didn't they you know if it was you know their self defense blah, 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 there is two against one why didn't they just overpower him hold him down you like there's so many other things that could have happened because he didn't have a gun so why the shot you know what i mean there's no need for the gunshot then also, right, so it's self-defense, so why didn't they go to the police straight away, why didn't they call the police and say, yo, oh my god, this has just happened, look, we, we had to, you know what I mean, nothing, nothing, right, it, they, they got arrested because of the video, right, days later, like weeks later, so, Yo, if they did nothing, why didn't they report it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is doesn't make sense. It's it's just some foul shit. Some really oh this is horrendous. You know, it's just like, look, the the only promising thing of this really is the fact that the Department of Justice is involved and the FBI. That's the one thing, right? And I think what Trump has come out, like, talking against this, that's, that's the only... Good thing Because otherwise you'd just be like I don't know, wait, what You know, what the fuck is this? You know? It's just some Crazy ass shit It's horrendous Like, what the fuck is happening in the world, like, <laughs> you, you keep on having people and celebrities and everything going, oh, we're all in this together, are we, you know what I mean, like, are we, because shit like this goes down, and it doesn't feel like that, do you know what I mean? It, it feels like there's a distinct separation. And it's fucked up. So I hope that these pieces of shit, you know, just get it. Yeah, hope they get it. Right, one of them being a former police fucking officer, which does you know that's another level of shit that comes with it. So it's just like, hmm, did the cops know and think, oh, George, 
ah, you know, George was one of us. We, you know, we'll give him a, we'll let him, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what went down? You know what I mean? Just, God damn it. God damn it. Like, and, you know, supposedly Georgia doesn't have a, a hate, the hate crime statute, which is just a bit like, how does that happen? You know what I mean? Like, what? But because now the federal government is involved, yeah, they can push all that shit through. And they better do that. That's all I hope. They really better do that shit. There's these dudes. God damn. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> this this is just straight up wrong. Straight up wrong. God damn it, man. Like, you think, okay, maybe we're turning a corner. You know what I mean? Maybe things are, are moving in the right direction. And then, you know, shit happens that makes you go, ah, who the fuck am I kidding, son? You know what I mean? <sighs> fuck. All right. Okay, so the BBC were, ah, they were doing a, they were, well, they were going to be doing a live broadcast in Leicester, and, uh, you know, they said that they had to cancel it because, um, yeah, because of some racial abuse. Hmm, so the idea was, uh, Seema... Kotecha was going to interview people in the street in Leicester City Centre on Sunday night following the Prime Minister's statement on the new lockdown guidance, right? So that was the idea. And I think there was a group of guys or something that was shouting out stuff or something, you know, something was happening, right, um, and I don't know, right, I, I feel, yeah, this thing is weird, right, because, I mean, I forget when the whole guidance thing was done, but, you're like, you're going into the street. Now, Leicester, I mean, Leicester's got some racism going on. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, we all know that, right? We, like, you've got to be an idiot if you're not thinking, oh, yeah, no, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's that. Second, like, you know, they put a tweet out and they're like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be reporting this to the police. And it's just like, wait, we, 
Huh? Why haven't you told them straight? Like, why didn't you? It, you know, why wait? Surely you'd call them straight away. Or have them with you. Right? You're going out late night in the streets. So either have some officers, you know what I mean? Like, you'd think that that would be the protocol. You notify the police, look, we're going to be out in the street, just so you know, because, you know, obviously, it could get dicey, we don't know, right? So have our backs. Well, can you send an officer just to keep an eye? We're going to be doing it, it's just going to be an hour. You know what I mean? Something like that. That you'd think that would be protocol, but no. And I kind of feel like, look, just do the fucking broadcast, right? Just do the broadcast. Because by scrapping it, you're kind of, firstly, you're letting these motherfuckers win. So either move to, like, you could move to a different location, you know? Because surely there shouldn't be a load of people out anyway, right? Because it's a lockdown right now, so there's that, but move to a better, you know, a, a better location, do that, or just have it, so because surely you want people to understand that there's this shit that's happening, you know, we ain't living in a perfect world, fuckers, this happens, and it happens to people of colour, you know, that's another thing that has to be contended with, so, hey, I let the fucking public see the shit, you know, let them see how the cake is made as it were, you know, let people have a fucking understanding of the bullshit that people have to face every fucking day, how about that? How about that? You know, pulling it and going, oh, and sending out a tweet and being like, oh, yeah, we're going to apologize to the get and be like, look, they know. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if you're not looking like everyone else, you know what fucking happens. Like, you. If you tell me it's the first time anyone ever got shouted at or called a name, mm, I'd think you're lying, right? So they all know what the score is. So just do it and and show these fucking idiots that, you know, yeah, they can shout some names and shit like that. What, are they going to stop us working? You know what I mean? Fuck. It's just weird, man. It's just fucking weird. You know? Pisses me off. Really does. Alright, so... I think this situation is... Weird. I think it's weird, and... It... I just... I kind of feel that... You know? It's a little bit kind of... A way to get into the limelight, right? To get a little publicity. So, Coronation Street have come out and um, 
said that they're doing a storyline about racism, right? Oh, we're doing a storyline about racism. Oh, isn't that great? Oh, pat on the back for you, Coronation Street, you fucking idiots. So, I'm not, like, I don't watch this, right? But suppose there's a family called the Baileys, okay? So, it's meant to be about them. And, uh, what are they? They're saying that... um, they're trying to show this generational divide in the family on attitudes towards racism. So they say Ed Bailey will be seen to shrug off a racist incident, which shocks his sons, Michael and James. The younger contingent think you should deal with it head on and zero tolerance, where Ed and Aggie, his wife, have a slightly more keep your head held high and ignore it because you will never change these idiots' minds, lads' view. Um, That's what uh, Ian McLeod, the Coronation Street boss, had to say about the whole thing. Um, He also said, it's about them exploring those generational differences between their approaches to racism and then ultimately reconciling with each other's point of view a little bit. Um, So, yeah, that's one thing, you know. Um, Oh, and also... (laughs) Also, right? They they they're saying that um, you know, it it will also show how the prejudice makes Ed reevaluate his attitudes towards James, who's gay. Right? This is just like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you, like, trying to cram everything in and going, yes, everything's tied together and, oh, because you that happens, then you're going to be, like, no. <laughs> no. Like, no. You mean, there's plenty of people that get racist shit, but will still not like gay people. You mean, it's not going to... Oh, I yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. This is some crazy ass shit. The other thing that I just think is just really just ugh is um right, so supposedly this episode was meant to air um earlier in the month. But because they say because of the coronavirus, you know, they they had to put it back a bit. But because now they've got extra time, they were able to consult with Doreen Lawrence, the mother of Stephen Lawrence. And I'm just like, wait, what? Huh? And they're like, yeah, so we were able to consult her to get her views on 
the plan to explore prejudice faced by the Bailey family. And I was like, wait, you, you had to consult Doreen Lawrence for that. Okay. And why is that? Do you know what I mean? It's just like, look, they're saying that originally they wanted to put the, the episode out on the anniversary of Stephen Lawrence's death, which, mm, tacky, you know, kind of bullshit, firstly. And why? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, look, it's the same issue I have with Black History Month. You know, it's like, oh, so during this month, we're going to have all these different things and we're going to talk about race when it's not really. We're just going to have some dance, some, oh, let's have some African or Jamaican dance shows and uh, maybe we can have something that looks at, but, you know, oh, look at all these black people's hair. Oh, that's it. That's our Black History Month coverage. Like, fuck all you. You know, like going, oh, this is, we only do this stuff in this month, or we'll only do it on this date. Fuck you. Racism happens, you know, 365 motherfucking days a year, bitches. You know? And the thing is, oh, so we have to consult with uh, Doreen. Like, oh, yeah, her son was killed, her son was murdered. She isn't the only one that knows about racism, though, right? There, are, like, racism happens to probably ninety nine point nine percent, right? So, going, oh yeah, we 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 had to consult with her on this episode. It's just like, um, hold on, hold on. Wait, I think I'm missing something here because. I might be wrong, but the Bailey family are black, right? Yeah? Okay, the Bailey family are black. So, this, this I know it's going to be crazy, but maybe, maybe, why don't you ask the opinions of the black actors and actresses, yeah, that could be something, you condescending pieces of shit, and also just going, oh, we're doing a storyline, why don't you just sprinkle this shit throughout the episodes, just in general, don't limit it to one storyline and go, oh, it's happened this month, and now we're not going to talk about it for another year or so. Like, how ridiculous is that? It's fucking stupid. It's just so fucking stupid. Ugh. And the, like, you know, I'm going to say something else, right? Another thing that pisses me off about shows like Coronation Street and EastEnders and all these other bullshit soaps is it's, like, it's basically all white, right? 
And then you have a black, Asian, Indian or whatever family move in. And they're the only ones. They're the only ones in that place. Right. And you'll have like maybe the daughter falls in love with one of the ugly white dudes. You know, <laughs> like there's better looking like white, but you have a fall in love with one of the ugly ones. You know, just because that's how you do. And like you never have it because frankly, if you ask a lot of people, they who's going to move to like, is it Walford? With EastEnders uh, and the other place in Coronet. Like, I mean, you'd look at those places and you'd think, yeah, this is going to be some racist shit here. I ain't moving here. The fuck? There ain't no fucking diversity here. Why the fuck am I going to move here? Nah. Right, let's go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Shall I show that? No. But you'll have this one lone family just move in. No, 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 <laughs> like, usually, when you see a, you know, like, a, a family will move to maybe an all-white area, if it's very affluent, because they're thinking, all right, we can, you know, give our kids a, a step up, <laughs> we can give them a boost if we move to this area, but it's just like, oh, let's move to this shitty white area, you know, no different from the other area maybe we were living. Doesn't make any sense, you fuckwits. Ugh. Fucking bullshit, man. Urgh. But, um, yeah, if you're a fan of fucking Coronation Street, there you go. Okay, so this, this is ridiculous. And it really... I think highlights a huge fucking issue with so many charities and not-for-profits. So Takeshi69 um you know the rapper uh you know real name Daniel Hernandez look we know he's kind of a moron right, there's plenty of issues around him, but with, you know what I mean, the positions he's in, right, and the money he's got, he actually did something solid, this motherfucker donated $200,000 to No Kid Hungry, now, No Kid Hungry is a, it's a not-for-profit charity, right? And their aim is to eradicate childhood hunger. You know what I mean? It's an American organization. And yeah, and they were, and especially right now, because all the schools are shut and everything like that, meaning... There are a lot of kids having no no vegetables, no fresh fruit, no real proper meals because the school dinner was their you know what I mean one legitimate meal. 
So right now with all the school shut, the daycare shut, all of that kind of business, there's a lot of kids going hungry, which is a just a shameful thing in this world we live in. You know, like look, with everything going on, there's companies making so much money and we just can't get to a spot where everyone can have a meal. That's insane, right? So, yeah, there's all the everything shut. So there's kids going hungry. I think they put out, a, a, you know, there was definitely campaigns going out at the start of all of this, asking for people to donate and help and all of this. So, fucking Tesheshi does that. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. And do you know what happened, people? They turned it down. They denied the payment. And so they put out a statement, right, to um, the USA Today. And it said, we are grateful for Mr. Hernandez's general, generous offer to donate to No Kid Hungry. But we have informed his representatives that we have declined this donation. As a child-focused campaign, it is our policy to decline funding from donors whose activities do not align with our mission and values. That's what they've said. You know what I mean? Which is interesting. It's in... When you are in a situation... Right, where you need money, you're trying to do something. Surely, surely, you are not going to turn that down. Right now, Takeshi, right, the big thing around him was <laughs> oh man, I believe we did talk about it last year, uh, because he. Wanted to be in a gang Like my man He didn't grow up from a crazy like it, He was okay And he got approached From what I remember He got approached by a record label And so he got the face tattoos And all of that And you know he's living that life Doing his thing Making money But he really wanted to be A blood He really wanted to get in with those gangs So he got involved Problem was when you're trying to live that lifestyle, you know what I mean? So he got into some shit and orchestrated a shooting. Someone got wounded. So yeah, people got rested and he was facing a minimum of 37 years in jail. So, <laughs> yo, Tateshi. Yo, to to put it in, you know what I mean? Yo, homie went snitch. He gave up everyone. Gave up everyone. Which is crazy. Gave up everyone. And so he's, from a, from a minimum of 37, he got, oh man, he got like, 
two years. Two years. Which you're like, whoa. That's nuts. That is nuts. Like, think of what you would have had to have given up to get. Reduced from a minimum So it could have been more than 37 And you get that reduced to 2 <laughs> Oh shit right So that's the thing Right Now in, in the raps You know he's talking about drugs, guns, women All of that But yo A load of people have But that's enough For these Fucking hypocrites to turn down that money Which is insane Because I bet you could go through Their donor list And you will see some suspect motherfuckers on that list Yeah, like The amount of people I It wouldn't surprise me if Bill Clinton Isn't on that list, right? Because this is a kind of thing that, you know, a former president would be would get involved in. And if not Clinton, as I said, you can go through that list and you will probably see certain people up on that. And what I mean is, like, there's Clinton, the Monica Lewinsky situation. Which, hey, not a great situation, right? Then there's... Other people who have been had like rape allegations thrown at them that have had like um like uh spousal abuse allegations thrown at them. I can guarantee that you can go through that list and you will see people with dirt on their names. Now, what that dirt may not have stuck. Do you know what I mean? It could have been in the past, whatever. But you're like no one on their donation list is going to be vanilla. Like who haven't caught anything. I bet Ellen's given to that list, right? And look at all the, the heat she's gotten in the last couple of months. So, when you're saying, you know, doesn't align with our mission, I mean, doesn't align with our, what does that mean, right? So, uh, you're fine with rape, but not with murder, like, what, you know, a little bit of, if you're caught with a little coke, that's fine, but yeah, you know, face tattoos, you're like, nah, that's a big no from us, so where are their lines, you know what I mean, and yo, when you look at the big picture, eh? when you look at that big fucking picture, and you're trying to feed hungry motherfucking kids, Whose right is it to turn down that money? You know, are you how are you, have you got another way to make that up? This is the thing, right? So, you know, have they got another big donor who's going to come in and cover that? 
Are they going to go rat? Because I wonder how many fucking meals that's co- that would have covered, right? Are they going to go around to all those kids and say, hey, I apologize, but you aren't going to be able to eat this week because, you know, we had to maintain the line. We had to save face. We wanted a posture. We wanted to send out statements and tweets saying that we declined this person's money. So, yeah, sorry, bucko. You're going to have to, you know, just hold it down for a week and we're going to see if we can get some money from some upright citizen. Oh, I, I, we've got an inquiry. We might get some money from uh, Woody Allen. Hmm? So, uh, fingers crossed. Let's see what happens there. Fucking assholes, man. I'm, look, let's see if they really get brought to task on this. You know what I mean? Are uh, 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 any celebrities going to come out against this shit? I wonder if Gal Dot's going to make another music video, bringing them to task. Let's see what happens, right? Hmm? Let's see the fallout from this. Probably none. <laughs> Probably none. But let's see. Oh, people, yes, this weekend saw UFC, finally, the UFC is back, but that is not it, because there's another card tonight, another card on Saturday the 16th, and then another Saturday the 30th, so, boy, finally got some action, man. So, well, there's plenty to talk about, right? So, we got two episodes. Just because, you know, trying to balance shit out and not make everything, like, mad, long and crazy. So, first one breaks down everything that went down at UFC 249. And the next one is giving predictions on tonight's card and the 16th card. So, you know... Go check that shit out, people. Alright? And share with your friends. You know what I mean? Do that. Alright? Have fun. Okay, so this week I uh, thought I'd check out Into the Night, which is a Belgium TV series, an original TV series on Netflix. So it's Based actually on a Polish science fiction book um, by Jarek Dukag called The Old Axolot. Um, And the premise of this show is um, it follows a group of people who are hijacked while on board a red eye flight from Brussels heading west. Um, in an attempt to survive a catastrophic solar event that kills all living organism, organisms during daylight hours. Okay, so it is, um, it's been developed by Jason George and it is starring Jeanne Bovitt, 
Nabil Malat, Pauline Etienne, Laurent Kapalatu, um, and a lot of other people whose names I cannot pronounce. It is six episodes, and they're roughly like 35 you know, minutes a piece. I think the first episode is a bit longer. I think that was like 40, 45 minutes. And yeah. So, you know, hey, the thing with this, like, the, this, I, I saw a, a trailer after finishing. It might have been Afterlife, something like that, right? And so the idea. It's kind of interesting, right? You know what I mean? You're on a plane and you're trying to outrun the sun. And you're thinking, okay, yeah, that's a logical thing, right? You're on a plane, you could actually do that. But the problems arise with fuel. So how do you circumvent that? So it's like the idea is interesting because, you know, I'm thinking to myself, um, okay, so yeah, they they have to land sometimes, but when you land, you then have to face the, the, the issues of, you know, is all the equipment there? Do they have the fuel? Can you get everything done before the sun comes? You know what I mean? Like, will there be locals who are then clamouring to board the plane? And more people on the plane, that's going to affect the fuel. You know what I mean? Like, will, will there be too many people? Will people try and hijack the plane from them? How are, you know what I mean? There's stories that could be told here. So it's just, how are they going to do it? There's just many things that have sounded interesting that uh, you then watch and you're like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, this is bad, I mean, lost, you know what I mean, that's a big one, uh, so, I checked out the first episode, and I guess the thing about it was the characters here, like, all the cat, like none of the characters were likable. Everyone was just irritating, just irritating, and the procedures were like, what? Huh? Like everything, just from the the giddy up in the airport, right? Like. Well, first of all, I it's always just a laughable when they have sometimes in a show they have the characters meet early on, but they don't realize that then they're gonna be together later. And she had people at the airport like knocking into each other or being rude, and it's just like, oh, they yeah, they met in the airport. Oh, that's a person that knocked that, and it's just all of this, and it's just a bit like. Really, you know what I mean, like, are we really doing this old hackneyed approach to things? Then, I guess it's look, 
I I have seen people act the way some of these people acted at the airport. And, yeah, they've been booted out. They've been booted, you know what I mean? It's, you haven't got the passes that, for some reason, these people have managed to get. There's also an incident with the whole hijacking of the plane, right? Now, my man looked suspicious from the giddy-up, right? Suspicious from the giddy-up, but no one, no one's monitoring him. No one's keeping an eye, like, it's just, make me scratch my head. Because I've been in the airport, right? And... I've been walking around trying to find out where the hell I'm going. Now, I can't see the signs, right? So, I'm sometimes stopping and squinting, and I've been approached. I've been approached, supposedly, because I'm looking suspicious, right? And that's just because I can't fucking see. But you've got this guy... Doing all his business. No one's approaching him. No one. So that's making me just be like. Really? This is what's happening? Um, And then the way. It all goes. You're just like. That simple. Come the fuck on. No. No. That is ridiculous. It's just a joke. So we have that And it's like uh, Once on the plane Just the explanations are uh, They're just a bit weak Every Everything was just a little bit weak You know Because we had the guy going Oh, the sun, yeah, 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 I work for NASA, and, you know, the sun, and blah, 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 it's just like, if you worked for NASA, okay, there'd be different terminology, at least someone should have been saying, hey, there's an issue with solar flares, no, in that first episode, no one said that shit, no one said that shit, so, you're just like, wait, What's happening here? You know, this is just a bit laughable. This is just a bit ridiculous. You know, you've you've got just everyone on board is acting weird and just shysty. And it's just like, I've never been on a flight with... Just that many weirdo. Like, look, now, I, there's been, don't get me wrong, there's been weird people on the plane. But just acting the way all of these people are acting. Like, acting in a way that would have, like, you know, the, the, the flight attendants giving them warnings. That's how virtually everyone is acting here. Which is just a bit over the top. You know, like, you, you're wanting to do this thing, you're wanting to tell a story, and you want it to be, you know, a, a thriller and crazy, but come on. Like, don't, don't be lazy with the writing. 
that's like a big issue here. It just there's and listen, saying being lazy with the writing, I am sure that when they're putting this together, they're not just going. Ah, oh, fuck it. We'll just have a yeah. We'll just make him do this, and you know what I mean. No, I, I don't believe that they're, they're being lazy like that. But it's just, you know, you're trying to write these characters, make them more interesting, flesh them out. Don't just go to this base level of, oh, we'll have this guy antagonistic because of this and this guy antagonistic because of this and this. No. Like, there needs more depth, more creativity. And someone should have looked at that and said, you know what, let me punch up the characters. You know? Let, let me make the characters a bit more, yeah, I'll, I'll do this with them, and mm, yeah, let me add that to them, so it, 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 there's just this, and guns on planes, guns on planes, listen, if they had made this TV series, right, set, in the, hmm, I don't know, like, you could have been the 60s, 70s, 80s, I think it would have been fine, right, but any time after that, 90s onwards, we, we've seen, you know, what happens with guns on planes, like, we've seen plenty of films, TV series, we've seen news reports, People do not want to fire guns on planes because it opens up too many issues. You know, ricochets, which then cause a, uh, a hole in the cabin and everyone's fucked. You know, so people aren't just firing guns willy-nilly on a plane. But you know, from the, from the beginning, you knew that, okay, so something's going to happen, which then is going to cause an issue with the pilot, so then they're going to need help, like, you just knew that's happening, and it's just like, oh, can anyone fly a plane, oh, I've flown a helicopter, it's just like, Jesus, really, and then we get to these glib, just idiotic sayings, you know, it's just like, oh, I can't believe that people were doing this. It's like, everyone's human. Everyone's scared. Shut the fuck up. No. Let's not just throw out these stupid colloquialisms. You know, it's irritating. And I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Other thing I don't buy, how the fuck is it? That you've got a civilian, right, motherfucking helicopter pilot, who is the one taking charge of everything. What? You've got a trained fucking pilot. You've got a trained attendant on the plane. And some other guy who... 
I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But I think he's connected to the airline. Right, so you've got these people on the plane who are trained, who are trained in hijacking, who are trained in emergencies, and they're all losing their shit, right? And so it's just like, we're turning to the fucking civilian for advice. Well, what should we do? Oh, oh, you're right. And it's just like, oh, one time the pilot shouts at her, and then he's like, oh, I'm sorry for shouting. And he's like, no, 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 no. There is no apologies. I'm sick of watching programs where someone's in the right, and someone else is being a dick. Now, the person in the right is just like, listen, no. We're doing it like this. And then a bit later, like, hey, I'm really sorry for... I'm like, no, there's no apologies. You were right. They were being the dick. So why the fuck are you apologising? Let's stop with this bullshit. It's just dumb. All this questioning and just like, ah, it... It was so frustrating. The writing of this was so preposterous, so frustrating. I couldn't do any more. I did one episode and I'm out. It's only six episodes, but I just can't. There's too much shit. There's too much other stuff, potentially better stuff to watch. I can't waste my time on a show that has just decided to be... This ridiculous. This ridiculous. It just I it just can't do it. Can't do it. and then when everyone finds out that okay the hijacker was right in what he was saying essentially, then they're still losing their fucking minds. It's just like we should head back, be like what are you talking about, you morons? We should, like, you finally know what's happening, but it's like, we should head back? Huh? And then just the way it ends, just the way it ends, and it's just like, what should we do? What should we do? Where should we go? And you've got this fucking civilian, this airline pilot, just go... We need to head into the night. It's just like, fuck off. You know what? Fuck off. I'm out. I am. That was the real nail in the coffin for me. Because, you know, a lot of shows sometimes like to slip the title into someone's sentence somewhere. But, to do it like that, come the fuck on. Come on. No. Not doing it. Not doing it. I refuse, Netflix. I refuse. Now, I love the fact that they are adding a lot more content from around the world. But, if it's as a name as this, nah. Nah, I'm out. But hey, you know what? This could be for you, people. I will say, look, I'm I'm suspecting if you're a fan 
of I think if uh, people that liked Lost would potentially like this, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um, Fuck, what else? I don't know. If you like, I guess some... Hmm. I mean... Boy, it's a tricky one, man. But listen, if you're a sci-fi fan and you like these kind of shows that, yeah, are very episodic. There is another name which I can't think of which they would use. But yeah, if if you're a fan of those kind of shows, um, you know, like a sliders type of thing. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sliders, stuff like that. Then, yeah, I I think this could be you. But, uh, you know, read the premise, right? And if that is of interest, watch the trailer. Then you can make your decision if this is going to be your sort of show, right? But, you know, it's a Netflix original, so it's going to be there for... Whenever you want to check it out, it's into the night. And again, it's six episodes, right? It's six episodes and around half an hour. So it's, you know, it's not too crazy. But uh, yeah, there it is, people. There it is. Okay, so this week, um, yeah, I finally was able to get to the Collapsing Empire. So this is... um. From John Scalazzi Uh, You know, it came out in 2017 But the trilogy is just about to be completed Well, the last book is just about to come out on Audible So, that means I can start Because, I think we've all learnt Don't start a series until the last You know, instalment is out Or just about to drop Because too many times Oh, have things gone awry, right? Uh, so, um, the gist of this book is this. Our universe is ruled by physics and faster than light travel is not possible until the discovery of the flow, an extra dimensional field we can access at certain points in space, time that transports us to other worlds around other stars. Humanity flows away from Earth into space and in time forgets our home world and creates a new empire, the independency, whose ethos requires that no one human outpost can survive without the others. It's a hedge against interstellar war and a system of control for the rulers of the empire. The flow is external, but It is not static. Just as a river changes course, the flow changes as well, cutting off worlds from the rest of humanity. 
when it's discovered that the flow is moving, possibly cutting off all human worlds from faster than light travel forever, three individuals, a scientist, a starship captain, and the empress of the independency are in a race against time to discover what, if anything, can be salvaged from an interstellar empire on the brink of collapse. So, I think at first, you'd kind of think that this is, you know, it's like, I think the the acorn of the story is, is something that we've heard before, right? It's nothing in particularly crazy, but Scalazzi is able to inject into it these intricacies that make it extremely interesting you know just the i like the idea of the flow as time travel you know because i think it does because you know i think the idea of um I don't know, teleportation and stuff like that. I, I, I think people are just a bit like, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But we know of wormholes and everything like that. So the idea of something like the flow, well, this is something that is kind of plausible, right? Uh, so you've got that. Then it's the, the notion of the changing dynamics of this system, you know, like, um, it was mentioned, you know, rivers can change their course over time, so, yeah, you kind of think, okay, well, yeah, this makes sense, and especially when it's something like every thousand years, so, yeah, it's not a regular thing, and it's something that, you know, People would, you know, you could easily forget it, you know, because it happened so long ago that all records, it's easy to feel that people might, uh, you know, hide those records, but just forget about that shit, right? So you've got these things that are intriguing about the story. Now, that's all well and good, but we also get thrown in, like, the idea of two different researchers looking into this thing, and, you know, I think the machinations of a duplicitous family trying to take over, kind of like in June, you know, with the Harkonnens against the Atreides, so... We're familiar with that, but the way this, I mean, the the way this kind of goes, you're like, oh, that's really interesting. I kind of like the way they, um, you know, let that kind of unfold because, like, you, you're kind of thinking, okay, it could go in a certain direction, but then it kind of shifts. Now, the, the, the one thing being, 
like neither outcome is great, <laughs> you know, like neither is a great outcome, um, and you, you have, I think, you, you, I like the fact that, you know, this one person is so adamant on winning, you know, getting the upper hand, that they will sacrifice anyone and anything. Now, that, that makes things very compelling. I think it's like the fact of, um, I guess, in Game of Thrones, when anyone could die, well, up to a point, you kind of felt, oh, anyone can, then you kind of felt, well, not everyone's going to die, you know, but up, there was a point where it's just like, oh, anyone could die, interesting, and so that's there, but I think, now, when you understand, right, so someone is willing to sacrifice anyone for their own means and gains, right, you kind of would then think that the people that know that person would be more, like, more suspicious, more cautious of, you know, these things happening, but the fact that they weren't, I think that's one part of the story that you're kind of like, really? Is, are they really going to be that kind of naive? And maybe not even naive, but just, um, I, I guess, you know, they weren't taking enough precautions. I don't know if I would believe that. And I think it's, it's definitely a thing towards the very end right, when you have the, the plans have been realised to an extent, and so this elaborate thing is done a bit like the end of June Messiah, which was like a dominoes, and everything fell into place, and it was just, ah, it was magnificent, the way Herbert kind of played that all out, now, this is good, Right, but you would kind of think that the characters would have because they understand the person they're going up against is they're not dumb, <laughs> you know what I mean, and they are kind of evil, right so you you would then think, all right, well, they are capable of anything, so he would. <sighs> I kind of feel that the way it ended, that they gave the person too much latitude, and I don't know if, you know, that's something that you would have done, knowing the extent that person has gone, you know what I mean, the things they put into play, you would then be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just gonna talk and Ha <laughs> ha, dazzled them. You'd be a bit like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, that was a bit, you know what I mean? And I think also there was certain bits that happened 
um, with the with the younger brother, right? The way, like, everything was going for him at one point, and it was just like, ah, and then suddenly it all gets turned around pretty quickly, and you would say pretty easily. That was, it was a bit too simple. You know what I mean? Like, especially when everything was falling apart. Right, the fact that you can then just turn it around as quickly and easily as they did, I kind of felt that was a bit too simplistic on a story front, you know, because it was just like, oh, and they were able to walk this person into agreeing to this and bum 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 with this, and you know, it was just a bit like, all right, yeah, I, I don't. You know, I, I, I understand, you know, people are smart, right? But not everyone is dumb. Not everyone can be as blindsided as everyone is then blindsided. You know, I kind of feel that the dad would have brought the sister along. You know, there would have been things like that that would have just put a wrinkle into it and made it a bit more... I think interesting and believable on that on those fronts, right? But you know, it, because it was just these little things, these little things that kind of make you go, but I don't know. Like that bit was a bit too simple, you know, just to take the story to this next point. But it is it is an enjoyable story. And as usual, um, Scalaz is, I think he's his narrator of choice. Will Wheaton reads this and you know does a does a pretty good job. Does a pretty good job, um, like he always does. Really, uh, I would also just say that maybe too many characters. Had that little glib quality to them, you know what I mean? The, the the their whole delivery, the sarcasm, and all of that. I I think yeah, maybe too many characters have that kind of speech pattern. Those little uh, you know traits, as it were, which you know is fine. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, you kind of think, ah, like, is everyone really going to talk in this way or just act in this way? But other than those points, this is a very enjoyable uh, book. Um, Not too long, doesn't really drag. Pretty does, you know, skip along at a nice pace. Everything like that. So, uh, yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to the next instalment that is currently sitting in my audible um in my audible uh wish list so I have to go and pick that up so um I believe um the next instalment is the consuming fire which does sound a little ominous right um and I guess the way this book 
ends. <laughs> it, yeah, it, like, you know, basically humanity is collapsing. Uh, so, um, it will be interesting to see what happens, right? So, if you are a fan of Scalazzi's previous work, like Fuzzy Nation, Red Skirts, roll skirt, red shirts even, um, you know, the, what is it, the old man wore, all of that kind of stuff, then, yeah, you will for, for sure enjoy this, um, and if you're a fan of a lot of kind of sci-fi stuff, like Jane Yellow, is it Jane Yellow Jacket, or uh, something along those lines, right, um, hmm, Change something, <laughs> uh, which yes, possibly isn't the most helpful, uh, you know, thing. But uh, yes, if you're a fan of sci-fi books, um, I mean, this will probably be in your um, wheelhouse. Now, it isn't hard sci-fi as such, you know, like an Alistair Reynolds kind of thing. Um, but I would say, you know. Like a Peter F. Hamilton fan, you know, even though his stuff is a bit more hard, but you've got stuff like Greg Mendel, and um, even the harder stuff has that humorous side to it. So, yeah, no, I think you would enjoy these books too. So, uh, go check it out The Collapsing Empire, uh, read by Will Wheaton. Um, it's on Audible. Well, you can get it anywhere. So, yeah, go enjoy, people. Have fun. Okay, people. So, uh, yeah. That's it for the episode, man. But, you know, as we do before we bounce, let's uh, see what's happening in the TV world. Seems to be a bit going down as well. You know, as it seems that a production is starting to open up around the world as well. So, let's start with this. Um, it, well, it seems that Universal Television is going to be um, making a TV series of the Dreyfus Affair. A love story, which was a book by Peter Lefcourt, uh, came out early 90s, um, and David Frank is going to be directing and co-writing the pilot along with Lefcourt, so what it's about, it's a baseball um, story, so I have no clue, I've never heard of this, but hey, you know, uh, so it follows Randy Drufus, who was a shortstop, uh, so he's married, two kids, but he falls in love with his second baseman, in the middle of a pennant race I don't know <laughs> what that means I don't know what a pennant race is But uh, yeah, that's what happened You know, stuff happens, right? But supposedly the fair cr uh, creates 
reverberations for the World Series. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that means a lot to some people and those baseball fans out there. But I have no fucking clue, people. <laughs> um, so it looks like Sophie Capella is going to be um, adapting the custom of the county, uh, which is an Edith Wharton novel that uh, came out in 1913. Yeah. Um, Capella says that, um, you know, Udine Sprague. Is her favourite literary anti-heroine, and she's excited to bring this story to this, you know, to the TV screens for the first time. So, um, you know, Udine Sprague is a beautiful, ambitious but naive Midwestern girl who attempts to ascend in New York City society. Um, yeah, and um, Edith Wharton was the first woman to win the Pulitzer Prize for Literature. So, uh, you know, I don't know, could be something. I've not read the book, but I am sure that, uh, you know, now a TV show is coming, that, um, yeah, it's probably we're gonna see some. More press and talk about it in the uh, you know the time before, so there's that. Uh, now, I the next piece, like uh, man, I thought I'd heard something about this last year, but I, I can't remember. Uh, but Amazon Prime has picked up the um, the TV rights. For uh, a new Alex Ryder series, yeah, it's going to be hitting on the fourth of June, so not too far away. Uh, and it's from Sony Pictures Television and a length eleventh hour films. Um, so the uh, the whole story. Is uh, Alex Ryder, who's a London based teenager, has unwittingly been trained since childhood to be a spy? Yeah, uh, pressured to help investigate his uncle's death and how it connects to the assassination of two high profile billionaires. Alex goes undercover in a remote boarding school called Point Blank. So, in this version, Otto Ferrant is going to be playing um, Alex. It also stars Stephen Delane and Vicky McClure. So, yeah. Uh, so... There was a film that was um, made in 2006. Um, 
yeah, you know, it didn't really do anything. Um, so, it, you know, Anthony Holwitz has written a whole series of these books. Um, I did do, I did check out the first book. It's all right, you know, not really my thing, but yeah, you know, this is like, you know, it's going on that young Bond kind of tip, right? But uh, yeah, it's gonna be eight episodes, so um, you know, fourth of June ain't that far away, so I might check that out, see what it's saying. Uh, some other news. Uh, so, you know, we've all talked about the Mandalorian second series Gonna be hitting in October You know, post-production is currently happening and all of that So word has just come that Katie Sackhoff Is, uh, yeah, she's gonna be playing A live-action version of Bo-Katan Cries? I think that's how you say it So supposedly that character Has been in The Clone Wars and Rebels Both of those Animated shows And it's uh, She's a Mandalorian Warrior So uh, You know more of um, Yeah More of the Mandalorians will be Showing up so that's interesting And supposedly she once wielded the dark saber. So um yeah, now that gives a name to that lightsaber-like thing that I um witnessed. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that uh, fans of the animated show will be uh, pleased to hear about that. Then out. Uh, so, some other news. Netflix have um, picked up the, the the TV rights to Jeff Lemire's Sweet Tooth, um, and they've given it a uh, eight episode live action order. Yeah. So. Um, Oh, that's interesting, right? Uh, Warner Brothers Television are going to be making it. Uh, James Brolin is going to be uh, voicing um, the narrator for the for the series. Um, Will Forte, Adil Akatar. Uh, Nonzo Anozi and Christian Convy are also um, starring in this. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Susan Downey, Amanda Burrell, and Linda Moran are executive producing. Um, yeah. Hello. Interesting. So, it's it's supposedly it's a family-friendly series, and it's about Gus, a part deer, part 
boy who leaves his home in the forest to find the outside world ravaged by a catastrophic event. He joins a ragtag family of humans and animal children hybrids like himself in search of answers about this new world and the mystery behind his hybrid origins. So yeah, there you go people, be interesting, because I know the comic book got a lot of buzz, so um, yeah, be interesting to see how this, uh, you know, how this goes over, and um, alright, this sounds interesting, right, so um, we know we've got the Sandman Netflix series that's um, in the process of getting done. But while you're waiting for that, you're going to be able to check out a new um, audio version, right? So Audible are adapting and they've just announced the voice cast. Right, so James McAvoy is going to be voicing uh, Morpheus Dream. Uh, Gaiman is going to be the narrator of the series. Uh, Taron Egerton is going to be John Constantine. Michael Sheen is Lucifer. Kat Denning is Death. Riz Ahmad is the Corinthian. Andy Serkis is Matthew the Raven. Miriam Margailis is Despair. Bebe Nurif um, is the Siamese Cat. And Samantha Morton is Urania Blackwell. Um, Joanna Lumley is Lady Joanna Constantine. Arthur Darvall is William Shakespeare. Patterson Joseph is Corazon. Uh, Justin Vivian Bond is Desire. Reginald D. Hunter is Joyon Jones, Martian Manhunter. Uh, yeah, there's a few others, man. It's a, it's a huge cast. Uh, it's definitely that. So, um, the first part of all of this is going to be hitting on the 15th of July, and it's said to be adapting the first three volumes of the series, um, yeah, like, no word on when the rest should be coming though so um yeah Dirk Mags is uh gonna be executive producing this along with Gaiman um so yeah I'm you know I'm assuming there's gonna be a few more to come because hey it was 75 issues uh, you know, of the comic, and there was a few, uh, I think, three maybe graphic novel, like standalone graphic novels. So, um, yeah, this could be something, right? Be interesting 
to uh, check it out to see how they um yeah bring this shit to life you know yeah i'm interested so um that's it people that is it but uh you know we'll be back next week so um yeah take care of yourselves and uh we will uh, touch base then all right peace Show.